before I would go into a meeting, I had all of these guys with their techniques in my ear, right? You gotta do it like this, you gotta sell like this. And I'd sit in the car and literally have anxiety because it wasn't natural to me. And so I here I am trying to put on this face, this everything that belonged to someone else. And I'm gonna go in here and I'm gonna try to do my best to get this out. And then when it didn't go well at the end, now I'm beating myself up at the end. And it became where my mental, emotional health was affected. Hello, and thank you for joining the Made to Inspire podcast. This is the podcast for dreamers, entrepreneurs, and business owners who want to go to that next level in your life with Kimberly Smith Austin and Misty Kerrigan. Each week, we will bring you tips, tools, and tactics that will inspire you to take action. Hey, 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 it's Kimberly Smith Austin here, and I want to welcome you back to another episode of the Made to Inspire podcast. I am here with my awesome and amazing co-host, Misty Kerrigan. Hey, Misty. Hey, Kimberly. I am excited today. Do you know why? Why? Well, we are in uh, Women's History Month. Yes. And um, in the pre, we just learned that girls rule the world, and Beyonce said it, so it's true. That's And one of the most scariest subjects for me is going to be talked about today, dissected, and we're going to leave here with some tips, tools, and techniques to not make it scary, but make it a part of every day, who you are, and naturally bring yourself into it. And the monster sales is going to be more like, hmm, sales. I got this. I got this. Right. You're going to want this. I got this. You're going to want this. That's right. And you know, today's show, we have brought what I'm going to call an expert, a seasoned veteran in the space of sales and networking and really allowing women to be authentically themselves. Will you all help me welcome the one and only Dawn Sneed to the show? Welcome, 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 Dawn. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. We are so delighted you have joined us here at the show. And you know, this is really our time to celebrate women, but to give our women some tips, tools, and tactics to take their businesses to the next level, to take their careers to the next level. Because here at Made to Inspire, we're talking to the executive, the entrepreneur, the emerging leader. And I know those are audiences that you've spoken to in the past and still currently in the present. So we want you to share those nuggets. Give us some gold that we can go out and rule the world with. But before we do all that, tell us a little bit about your background, Dawn. Uh, uh, My background is that um, I've been inspired all the time by just trying to step outside of the box, right? You know, when you're young and you uh, are told kind of like, okay, this is kind of what you do. You know, I was always the one who wanted to play over there and do over there and, you know, like kind of expand my boundaries. So naturally I started a career in construction because it was a little off the beaten path, especially for a young lady. And uh, when I got in there, I didn't realize just how different that was. So I've spent a greater part of 15 years in the construction industry, and then I turned over to uh, property management and real estate. 
and, um, you know, developed and created two businesses um, from that experience and um, decided that, you know, more, more women needed to get some support. You know, sales is a very rough environment for anyone. And especially if you're an introvert or you're just someone who just <laughs> doesn't really get it or, you know, doesn't really so true. for that. It's, it's tough. It can be a monster, like you were saying, a monster in itself. Um, and and it, sometimes it, it tells you that you have to be someone other than yourself. Mm. And uh, so, you know, I learned that years ago that that's not true. And I'm here to debunk that whole thing. And uh, so, yeah, you know, I've, I've done, done a little bit of this, done a little bit of that. I think my, like my greatest, um, you know, uh, tool under my belt is I've a mom, I've got a, a, a son in the Air Force, I've got, you know, a daughter doing her thing and two little boys. So I think that's, that's my greatest gift to society. And it has been my greatest gift, right? And also building businesses in between and sharing, you know, with women like yourself and um, anyone who will listen. I, I love it. I can do it in my sleep. I can do it all day. So you've, you've entered a field that's not really huggy, like you're a woman, welcome. Here's a oh, hug, welcome matter. to construction, but a field oh. where you're almost every day showing up. You're like 51st dates where they forgot yes. about the day before and you're just reproving yourself daily mm-hmm. while at the same time when you go home, raising a family of four? Yes. Yes. That is incredible, but still keeping it all together enough to be like, you know what? I should probably start two businesses. I got, I got some things to do. Yeah, it it, it was um definitely interesting. And, and like you said, it was every day was the challenge, right? Because when I started the industry, I was a young 24-year-old. Um, and construction, we know, is really made up of men. And in the position that I had taken, it was middle-aged white men were the guys who were making all the choices. So it was my job to walk into these offices and talk to these middle-aged white men about construction. Imagine their delight to see little (laughs) old me walking in there to tell them about construction, right? And, um, you know, the tools and techniques that I learned were from people who did not look like me, did not come from my background, um, and most of them were men. And so their sales technique versus um, a woman's natural you know, uh, ability or, or natural state is very different. Men are transactional. We like relationships. So their tools were always tell them exactly how big and bad we are, how many tools we have, how big, how big our trucks are, how much equipment we have. Right. And that's now go shoot, go do that, you know, and, and take goodies and snacks and stuff and make sure that they have all of our trinkets. It's like, you know, how and then I became the snack girl, right? Oh, well, you can come into the office as long as you're bringing goodies, right? And I'm like, wait a minute, you know, at first, but that's what they teach you. Even we even seasoned women at that time were that's, well, you can always go bring them coffee and snacks. Okay. They'll take that. But what they didn't want to take is what I had to say. Mm. So then I would walk away feeling like, is this really what I am? Because I think I genuinely adore construction. I genuinely like that. Like, I love things being broken, put, put, um, taken apart, put back together. I love all the coordination that goes into that. So I genuinely loved what I was selling or what I was talking about or sharing at the time. But no one wanted to hear it. They just wanted me to sit down, be quiet, bring goodies and snacks and go away. Mm. You know, Dawn, and, something you said just... Damn, went into my head and created an explosion. 
like you, I started in sales very early, even though my background was totally different. I did go in the financial services industry in sales surrounded by a predominantly male population. And something you said just made me think about, wait a minute, you know, I am an extrovert and I have an alpha dominant personality, but I wonder as I think about this, is that as a result of the environment, the community Mm -hmm. that I was in? We're forced to be this person. Now, 30 years later, I'm still that person. So I think some of it was by environmental impact, but there's another part of it that's truly me. But when you say that, I want to speak to the woman who has fallen into this situation because of what work requires of them versus being naturally equipped, naturally nurturing, naturally the female version of themselves. Because I know there's yes. a difference between masculine and feminine energy. And by far, yes. I do carry that masculine energy. Oh, fully yes. female, but I have a masculine <laughs> Right, right. And, and you're right, because the environment does tend to change us. And I think that we, we as women have been taught to, you just kind of got to get in where you fit in and you're mm. supposed to just morph and bend and move, right? And, and there are times where in this industry, I was doing exactly that. Because the idea is I still had sales goals. I still had things that I had to do. I still wanted to move my career forward. I still had all these aspirations and things that I wanted to do. So I did try to do this. Okay, I'll just use goodies and treats and I'll be the goody treat girl to just try to get appointments. Right. And and maybe one of these times out of 10, I'll bring them the right snacks and they'll really want to talk to me at this time. Right. And you kind of just start trying to find your place. And after doing that for so long, it was just, and they're like, Dawn, so are you telling them, you know, are, are you telling them how big we are, why they should use us? Like, are you doing it? And I'm like, yeah, but it's not working. You know, where uh, a middle-aged white guy can walk into a guy's office and they can go straight to it. He's listening and they're, you know, measuring each other up, but they're, they can get right to it. They can talk contracts. For me, it was taking so long, right? Because one, I didn't present myself as a person who knew anything. I presented myself very soft. You know, here's goodies. Here's some treats. Can I bring you? Can I give you something? Right. Which is the polar opposite of what any woman needs to do for anything, male or female, no matter where you're selling. That is not unless you're trying to sell baked goods. Right. Right. if If that's not your goal, then Trying to entice people with items that way, it, to me, it demeans and it takes away from mm. your credibility. It doesn't help you, right? And so what I found after doing that for so long, I said, okay, I'm a smart cookie. <laughs> I know my stuff, right? Like, I know this stuff. I, I can go in here and talk to anybody about it. I get it. This is what I'm passionate. I, I like this, right? So I finally said, okay, if guys can go in there and talk about the business and get the results without doing all this dog. And they weren't taking muffins and cookies. Guys weren't doing that. <laughs> I said, okay, you know what? Out with that, right? So a couple of things that I did is when I would go meet the guys, I wasn't wearing my dress and a skirt and things like that, you know, dressing with my suit. I I would go in either with a polo shirt, you know, like a golf shirt. Mm-hmm. And I would go down because guys are visual. You give them something to look at, they're going to focus on the wrong things. That's natural. That's how they are made. They are visual. So I said, I'm going to take all that away. 
and I'm going to go comfortable. The guys can go in with jeans and khakis and a, and a shirt, I, you know, still very feminine, sure. but I didn't go in where a lot of the other women were dressing very provocative. Heel. I took it away. I took it away. I said, no, we're not doing that anymore. We're not going to do that. Right. You're going to listen to me because I got things to say. So I, I went and I got all the fluff out the way and I went in there and I said, hey, I understand you have these problems, this, this and this and this is how we can help. What's going on? How can I be of service? What do you have? What projects? And I started asking questions, engaging them in, in order to let them know that I'm here for something. Right. I'm here for something. And at that time, it was like then they started to say, OK, this young lady is about OK. She she's not in here playing games with me anymore. Right. And that is a part of who I am. That's my authentic self. I'm curious. Sure. I want to know how can I be a resource to you? So when I stop trying to sell and stop trying to dump them and tell them about the company, I just wanted them to understand that Dawn is a resource because that's me being my most natural self. And once I did that, it was it like the doors opened for me because I was no longer doing what all the women before me had done. I wasn't coming in doing the exact same things because they weren't asking for the, they weren't even asking questions. They were just like leaving items, right? Like just leaving stuff because that's what they were told. That's what the, the sales rep before them did, so on and so forth. So when I said that's not natural for me, going in here to tell you about these services, that's not natural. I want to know what you want. I want to know what, what problems do you have, right? Where can I be of service? And even if it wasn't me, the company I was working with, I still was like, you know what? I might know someone for you. I can connect you, right? And that way they're building, they're like, okay, you know what? She is a resource, a genuine resource. She really wants to be of service. And I found from there on, I said, oh, this is the only way I'm operating. This is Dawn. This is who I am. I'm not the one. I'm not going to be the hair. I'm not going to get to the line necessarily the fastest. But when I get there, I'm going to keep getting there because you're going to want to keep talking to me because I've built rapport, I've built, I've built trust, and it's natural. It's not hard for me to keep that going, right? It's not hard. I'm not acting outside of myself. Every time you talk to me, you're going to get this. You know, like I said, this is it. The energy, all of that, this is it. And you're going to get it every single time. And I, I just think that if women understood that, that's okay. Even if it's an alpha female even if it's an introvert, extrovert, if that's your natural place, be that all the time. Absolutely. Be that all the time. So you took that. your branding from muffin girl to a resource woman. Absolutely. So they were calling I was like, you. Hey, Dawn, do you know? Hey, Dawn, do you know of this? And, and, and it worked because there came time when it was time for them to use me, right? It was time that we were of service. But at that point, I had already separated myself so far from the rest of the muffin girls and the goody girls at this time that I actually could educate them, right? That I actually had value and I wasn't asking, I wasn't asking for the business. I was asking to be of service, which was a completely different thing. And at that time, it's, it's not very common, especially not in that industry. Mm. You know, well, you didn't find your place. You created it. Absolutely. So you didn't just come in and keep doing the same thing. Oh, man, that's great. And you could take that to any industry as a woman of where you might be struggling, where you might trying to, to find, fit into, to fit in, but really right. create around well, who do I am and I'm going to create that space for me. Yes. And then that's going to be where the, the money is at per se. But I love how you said I wasn't trying to sell. I was trying to serve. 
That's it. You know, Misty and, and Don, just so you know, in a previous podcast, we talk about this very point. When you're trying to close the deal and, and really build that new client, you have to be serving. You have to present yourself as a trusted yes. advisor. So then they yes. look to you as a resource and knowing that right. is so much bigger than the sale, because we yes. have so much more to bring to the table than the sale in itself. If we're all connected and plugged in in the right way, Everyone wins. And that's what sales is all about. How do we create a win-win for both you and I, Mr. or Mrs. Client? Yes. And we get myopic, right? You think about the sale. And I think that's where that mindset shift comes from. If you go into every meeting, I need to make this sale. You are already making a mistake. Absolutely. You're already making a mistake because your focus is going to be on that. But if you go in here, like, let me see how I can be of service. Right. Then now you're inquisitive. You're asking questions. You're listening, less talking. And then eventually, if you ask the right questions, you're going to find where you fit. That's right. And it's going to be a natural progression, right? You'll ask enough questions and say, you know, hey, I, I really have problems with my organization. And maybe you're asking what oh my God, I have so many projects on my plate and, you know, I've got this and I can't find this. And they go, my organization is terrible. Let's say that's what you do. That's your niche. You can organize the, the, the biggest mess, right? That's how your mind works. After you're talking, now you see that's my fit right there. But what if I give you tips to help you better organize? Would that be helpful? You haven't sold anybody. All you're saying is, oh, you have, you have, I see you got a sore spot right there. Can I, can I assist there, right? And people miss it all the time. And it's so simple. It's so simple. And um, you know, I, I, I think it's just, it's a shift. It's just knowing how are you going into, how are you going into, to the sales meeting or when you get ready to call contact meet, even networking, same thing. What's the goal? And, and if it's in, in, oh, go ahead. I want to pull in for a second because this is the second time I heard you talk about the shift you personally made from the, yes. and I'm going to use the word docile for lack of a better word, yes. the timid girl here selling, you know, not selling, but bringing the muffins to the girl who recognized the woman who recognizes, wait a minute, yes. I have more value. Thinking about yes. that shift that happened mm-hmm. within you to become a better yes. resource for your prospective clients. Now, I'd love for you to share with our audience, the women, mm-hmm. the men out there, what think, what things that you learned from that shift or what tools can you give them that can help them to make that shift? If you're here today as the muffin right. lady or the guy right. and you want right. to shift into a more assertive approach, a more service-based, a trusted advisor approach, what are some things they can do? Yeah, I, I think it's, it's scary, right? It's scary because probably whatever tools and techniques that you're using currently or maybe something that you've learned or picked up elsewhere. So making a shift from a position of I'm asking permission to be let in to, you know, like, like you're kind of waiting, right? You're kind of just sitting in the back, hoping that they need an extra, right? It's kind of like that position. You're just sitting in the crowd versus that person saying, hey, I'm right here. I can do that is, is a scary position to take. So for me, it was I'm spending all my time doing this and I'm not really getting what I want out of it, right? Like I'm not, I have sales goals. Let's say we all have sales goals and I wasn't reaching those because 
when I would go into, wait, let me start this over. Okay. Before I would go into a meeting, I had all of these guys with their techniques in my ear, right? Got to do it like this. You got to sell like this. And I'd sit in the car and literally have anxiety because it wasn't natural to me. And so I, here I am trying to put on this face, this everything that belonged to someone else. And I'm going to go in here and I'm going to try to do my best to get this out. And then when it didn't go well at the end, now I'm beating myself up at the end. And it became where my mental, emotional health was affected because now I'm, I'm you know, I, I don't like to say, it, but I'm not an overachiever, but I, I like to do things, right? I'm not out here just doing whatever, right? It's not a hobby for me. This was a job. I had an employee number job that I was my child, my children's uh, care depended on me doing this job. So if doing this job now caused me grief every day because the techniques that I was doing before were not working, I needed to make a shift for myself. And even in my business, if I'm doing something and it's not generating what I need, I have to make a shift. So the first thing that I did is decided, is this how I want to continue things to go? Is this what I want? Is this, is this benefiting me? How is this affecting me? And then it was, well, what do I want? And that was the second part. And what I wanted was to be heard because I had knowledge. I know that I had been around. I've asked enough questions. I've seen enough projects. I've done enough to know that I had value. I knew that. I was smart. I had things to share. And I decided that that's what I wanted to do. And I knew it was going to go against the grain, right? I was swimming upstream. I knew that already. I knew that it could backfire. I also knew that as well. However, it was important to me to at least try that, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, and so when I decided that I wasn't going to do that, I decided to look at who, um, I call it the customer profile. I, saw, I looked at who am I talking to? And I think that's important for any entrepreneur, any career salesperson is, you have to develop what your, your, your customer profile. And that means you got to know who you're talking to. If you don't know the kind of person you're talking to, if you can't put a, a, a in your mind's eye, picture who this person is, then you're going to have a difficult time getting through. So for me, I knew I'm talking to a guy. He's probably a guy's guy, right? He's busy. I understood what his job description was. I knew his time was limited and I knew he needed help. I knew these things about the people that I was talking to. So going in, keeping all that in mind, I developed an approach that made sure I wasn't wasting his time. I made sure I was going to leave him with some information that was going to help him in his day. Some sort, some some way, give him some tips, some tool to do his job better. Or maybe it's a new tool that's coming out. Maybe it's a new service that we're providing that he may want to look at. Maybe something happened industry-wise. Right. So I was going to give him some information, even if it didn't directly, you know, uh, result in business to me. And um, that that's what I was going to do. So I was going to go in there and said, hey, I know you're busy. You've got so much stuff. You've got all these buildings. You know, is there anything I can take off your plate? I mean, he's a person instead of treating him like he was unreachable. He's a guy who's stressing out like everybody else who's busy. And I talk to him like a regular person, right? Because salespeople tend to treat people and talk to them like they're not human. You know, we, we don't put, a, we don't put a human feel to it. And it's just like, they're a potential customer. 
and I'm treating you like a potential customer because I want from you. I want business. And we don't get personal. And I think it's it's okay. So I got personal. I was, hey, you know, hey, instead of trying to be so formal, these, this, he didn't need that for me. He needed me to come in with a result. And that's what I did. And I decided that I was just going to be done as who I am, pretty shy, right? I mean, people don't think that, but I'm a very shy, I'm a shy person. But I know that when I really want to help, I can turn that off because now it's about you, not about me. Sure. So it didn't matter, right? So if a person is out there and they're like, well, how do I go to that next level? I don't know what that means. I think the real question is, what do you really want for yourself, your business, or your career? That's the first thing. And then it's looking in for me. Like I said, I'm inquisitive and I enjoyed what I was doing. So I would ask questions like, oh, you guys are working on that project. Well, how does that work? Like, it, does it take a lot? And so because I naturally wanted to know, right? And that worked for me because now they're going to teach me something. So now they're like, oh, she's interested. Well, you know, I've been doing this 35 years, right? And now they're, they're engaged, right? So I think you find you find what works for you. If, if you're inquisitive, ask your potential customer more questions, right? If you're, um, if you're an introvert, I say lead with it. I, I think people need to lead with it. If you're an introvert, I think you got you to gotta tell everybody about it. You got to say, okay, I'm probably the most introvert person in this room, but, you know, I am passionate about this or, you know, my business, I'm growing my business and I don't like to talk about it much, but, you know, or you're in a room and networking and you can say, hey, net, networking at, uh, you know, there's always like an administrator, someone who's running the networking event. And I would say, I am an introvert. Can you introduce me to somebody and help get me started, please? Ooh. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that, right? And even extroverts, sometimes we got to pull it back sometimes because sometimes we can shock people, right? And that's when you look at energy and body language and you watch how people adapt and move. If you're over the top, maybe you want to cut it back a little bit. Maybe they're a little, kind of look at you and they kind of do that. You might just want to say, I know I've got a lot of energy. Lead with it. I've got a lot of energy. Please let me know if it's too much for you. And you know, I have to, I have to dig in on that because that is me. And I use that <laughs> right. line all the time. I say, I have ton of energy, but what I do then is I then begin mirroring their behavior, letting them know still in my yes. energy impulse, yes. but still bringing yes. it back a little bit so that I can better connect with them as yes. the client, as the person. Is that before you get, before, after you get everyone dancing at the events? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Kimberly, I mean, you know, get a few dances going at some of these events. That is awesome. But you know what? You but she's leaning into who she is and it's authentic. And it's authentic. And that's her natural space. And, and, and like yeah. I said before, people will be drawn to it. And for some, it's going to be too much. And that's okay. Go on over there where the energy is less. You got it. <laughs> it's, you know what I mean? And that's okay. And that's why I say with clients and people, it's, Matching their energy is another is another thing that I teach. So you were spot on, Kimberly, with that. Is I say match their energy, and I say that more so for people or B two B or making phone calls. Right, you can't really see the person. So I always tell people when you answer the phone and you're calling somebody, you can't see them. If they're like, "Hey, this is so and so," you know, I, I lead in, and people find it like you really say that. But if someone sounds like that, I'll go, "Hey, you know what? It sounds like you're having one of those days." And I put them on their heels because they need to know you're answering the phone like Debbie Downer right now. 
I'm gonna need you to pick it up, right? Or they can say, oh, wow, yeah, it's just been crazy and get them talking because maybe they just need 10 seconds of someone to listen. And I'm here for it, right? And then sometimes people say, you know, hi, I'm so-and-so. I'm like, hey, this is Don. And I match that energy right off the top, right? Because immediately you are building rapport. You're building a connection in that few seconds over the phone when something you can't do because you can't visually see someone. You've got to build it over the phone. So I love that you said that, Kimberly. Matching energy is absolutely important, especially in sales, because some of us get the idea we've got to come in and be this one way, this monotone, you know, stay in this quote unquote professional. People are people. And now more than anything, we want real people. We want to talk to real people. I want to know that, you know, you're a human like me. You get stressed like I do. You get a busy day like I have. You have needs. You need resources. You need help just like me. Please talk to me that way. Absolutely. You know, Dawn, the one thing I've noticed, and and like you, I have over 30 years in sales. And what I've learned is that when you are authentically yourself, you become a magnet. People are attracted to you for who you are. And I always say that either they love me for who I am, or they hate me for who I am not. But when you can show up fully you, that's going to attract those. Those that are your peeps or, you know, in your community, they'll recognize it and they want to be a part of whatever you're doing. But I I think just as important, it repels those who you don't want anyway. So if you know from the beginning, we're not going to work together and be great. Then you're, you're not six months later stressing like, oh, they're calling again. They need more. But it's not, if you're authentically you, it's repelling. And sometimes repelling is more important than attracting you know what at the it, it's it's funny people say you know you want to hurry up and you want to qualify customers right I say I want to hurry up and disqualify you <laughs> I want to disqualify you quickly that's the idea I don't want to waste my time Absolutely. and that's why I say if it's too much and this is too much then we probably won't won't work well right and you do you're a magnet you attract those that need those that, that fit your tribe. And that's okay. And people are always so concerned with being themselves, worried about how they're going to look to other people. No, show them who you are now. Don't wait for call after call and meeting after meeting to decide to show up as yourself. It's like, no, this is it. Mm-hmm. Hi, nice to meet you. And in, in full color, right? Like sure. this, this is me. This is who you get today. This is who you're going to get tomorrow. This is really who I am. And I, you know, again, that facade that we have to come in and behave a certain way um, is is just it's just old. It's outdated and it needs to complete. It just needs to be removed. It just needs to be removed. We That's a great word. How many how many of us out there are out doing outdated techniques or outdated ways of sales from books from the fifties? Yes. Yes. it's twenty twenties and it, yes. it's about relationship. Who do you know, like, and trust? Who do you know, like, and trust? And the crazier yes. part is referrals. People will listen to someone 90% if someone says, oh, I know this person. I know I can trust them. If a friend gives you a referral, yes, 90%. It's like nine out of 10 times people are saying yes and going with their referral. But that means yes. that that friend had to know, like, and trust that. So it's, it's having that if you're authentic and consistent, yes. that is going to bring in and keep people. Yeah, I, I think that the old the old ways were, you know, again, just like in this construction industry, how it is, is you go in and you tell them why you're the best. 
You go in and you lead why your product's the best, why your service is the best. And maybe, yeah, in the 50s or 60s, that worked, you know, 70s, maybe. But today, we don't care. We don't, we don't want to hear that. I want to know how what you do, what you provide helps me. I want it to be so, I want it to feel so personal, right? That you did and you created that whole business just for me. That's how people want. People want the relationship. I don't want to know you've got a cookie cutter approach that you give to everybody else. I want to believe that you baked that today just for Dawn. That's how I want to feel. I want to feel connected. I want to feel like it was personal. And how do you create a personal customer experience? By being your authentic self, by being you, not showing up as anybody else, giving them an experience that they won't forget, right? And um, that is just... That's where we that's where we have to be. That's that's really where we have to be. And those things, experiences, and, and what I used to do when I was really nervous about going to networking events, because again, I'm a pretty nervous, I'm a pretty shy person. I don't really like to be front and center of everything. Although when I'm on and I'm sharing, I want to share, share, share. But Dawn personally does not want the limelight. Dawn doesn't, right? Um, and so I would walk into a room and look around and in order to get my nerves together, I would find something, maybe someone has some really nice shoes because I love some shoes. So maybe I'll find a lady who has some shoes, cute earrings, a cute purse or something. And I'm going to go and I'm going to um, give her a compliment. Right. And then we're going to start talking about those shoes or purses. It's helping her because she's probably feeling some kind of way. Right. She's probably like, I need to get my nerves out. But now it's getting me talking and it's helping me. It's also helping me to get my nerves together, right? Because that I'm, I'm finding someone who has a likeness to me, a familiarity to me. I love shoes, purses, earrings. So when I see somebody with something on, I may go and talk to them first just to help get my nerves together, right? Not talking about my business. I don't want to get into that. I want, let's talk about you. I want to connect with you right now. And, um, you well, know, I talk still- about- you're still authentically connecting because it's your connecting. You're you're not just, I'm going to give someone a compliment and start a conversation. I'm still authentically going to find something I would wear or like, and then start the conversation. So the entire process of the old, I still want to give a compliment, start a conversation. Everything is still inside out. It's you authentically showing up. That's huge. It's just, it's just you. And I I tell that a lot. I have three, I cannot (laughs) scribble. Fast enough. enough. Oh my gosh. Three, three pages. Um, you've been phenomenal. Thank you. We definitely have to have you back. I don't want to give everything all the time. I know our listeners are going to be like, uh, how do we find Dawn? Um, I need her in my life. And I want to just, I want to give a plug out before you give, how do we find you is Dawn doesn't give you technique. She gives you your specific, how to bring you authentically the yes. techniques and skills for you, not a cookie cutter but let me get to know you and see what's you and then helps you bring that out. And then your sales are going to increase. So Dawn, where do we find you? Well, I'm on Instagram at, oh, I'm sorry, Kimberly, where are you going to go? Before we get there, before we get there, one nugget, I want one powerful nugget that you want to drop the mic on and send this (laughs) audience away with. We want to keep it short and sweet, but it's something action they can take today based on what you've shared, what you know, and what they know in their space. What would that one thing be, Dawn? I think the most that I talk to people about is that women are natural. It is okay to be emotionally driven. It is okay to be uh, or want a relationship. It is okay to be 
yourself. It is okay. It is 100% okay. I talk, I, talk to, I talk to customers, clients about that all the time. Nervous about just being, just being themselves. And I, I can't say it enough. That's what I talk about the most. And it's okay to be shy. It's okay to be outgoing. All of those things are fine. It's just understanding that you don't have to be like anybody else. Show up like yourself, whatever yourself is. Mm. You know, just, just do it. Just do it. Don't be afraid. Stop looking at everyone else. Look in that mirror. Look at you. You're <laughs> the only one that matters at this time, right? When you get up and you get going, don't worry about who's in the room. You worry about you being in the room. You worry about you being in the room. And from there, everything else follows. Everything else is easy because you already have it. You're already naturally equipped. We are already, and there's statistics and you can look it up. Women are already naturally designed to be better at sales because we are relationship driven. We want long-term. We're not transactional. Accept that and love that about yourself. You're already there. You're already, you're already there. You're already successful in sales. You just got to believe that. I love that. That is so good. I had to write that down and recognizing the talent, the skills, the gifts that already reside inside of me. And now it's just time to boom, tap into it and make it happen. So as Misty was asking right before I rudely interrupted, my apologies, (laughs) really quickly, tell us, Dawn, where can our audience find you? Oh, absolutely. So I'm on Instagram at already naturally equipped. My website is naturallyequipped.com. I can be emailed at hello at naturallyequipped.com. And you can always give me a jingle if you want to chat at 323-238-9040. And as always, we'll have it in the notes. We'll have it in in our Instagram. So you'll be able to find her if you didn't write that down fast enough hit our Instagram page or download our podcast, wherever podcasts are downloaded. There's a note section. And in that note section, you're going to find how to find. Yes. Any, any resources that you have available for the audience as well? Yes. So right now I'm actually just finishing up um, some tools for introverts for sale. So I will also have that if they reach out or email me, I can make sure I can send them when those are available. And um, just, I would say, find, find a tribe, find a place to indulge, sit and listen to other women. And, um, you know, just it, it's so important. It's so important to, to acknowledge that you're not the only one. You're not the only one that has questions. And that's okay. Well, Dawn, we thank you so very much for joining us for thank today's show. It has truly thank been you. our pleasure and your gift to us and to our audience. And as we say each and every week here at the Made to Inspire podcast, there is something out there waiting for you. Now go get it. It is March. And Kimberly, do you know what March is? Well, let me see. It is Women's History Month. And oh my goodness, this month we are going to celebrate. We're going to advocate and we're going to make things happen. What's going on this month? We have guest speakers. We have techniques. We have strategies. We're going to get you, your health, and your business to the next level. Super excited about that, Misty. Can't wait to hear. We have some special guests that will be coming with us this month. Special strategists, specialists, 
business coaches who are changing the world, sales strategies, profit, profitability, all those things. We're going to bring it right here to this platform. You don't want to miss it. Make sure you check us out on anywhere that you listen to podcasts, The Made to Inspire Podcast. We have it coming just for you. Thank you for listening to the Made to Inspire podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and have picked up some tips, tools, and tactics that will help you move into action. Make sure you follow us on social media. We are made the number two, the letter N, Spire You. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, we're out there. But best of all, we ask that you leave us a review. Let us know what you thought. Let us know how you're going to use the information that we're sharing week after week to help you take your inspiration into action. We appreciate you and we look forward to seeing you on our next episode.